Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film. Respectfully, we disagree. I'm Samantha. And I'm Mia. And this is You, you Rom Complete Me. Boom, boom, boom. Congratulations, you're 19 now. 19 episodes in, baby. Nothing happens when you're 19. 19 and 20 are like those weird years when you can do all the 18-year-old things, but you can't do the 21-year-old thing. And then after you're 21, nothing matters I don't know. Anymore. I feel like when you're 19, you're a little older, a little wiser. You're going to college. Yeah. It might be your second year of college if you're doing that. And, mm, you know, all right. you understand things Okay, 19 more. is fun. Okay. I'm after 25, everything's a mess. Okay. Well, don't discourage the young ones who might be listening to this. None of the young ones actually listen. They just go on the Instagram and like our posts. You know what? That's fine. I'm okay yeah. with that. <laughs> anyway, we're here. We're going to talk about Pillow Talk. The yes, we are. 1959 film. That was what year it was, right? 1959 or 1957. It's one of those years. It's probably 1959. I said it with such confidence and now I'm not so sure. I think I might have said it wrong the previous. Ah, 1959 yeah. is what it says on the Google Drive. Perfect. Great. Love it. 59. Live it. Let's get rich. Let's do it. Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk. So we talked a little bit about it last week. Mm-hmm. It's about... Two young, sexy people in New York City who share a party line, Rock Hudson, Doris Day. Uh, Doris Day is very upset because Rock Hudson is hogging their phone line by, like, romancing different ladies every hour of the day and singing them this same song. You're my inspiration, Samantha. And changes the name every time, which is very funny. (laughs) And so she complains about him, and he's kind of pissed about that. And then by complete coincidence they meet each other at the copa club he sees her and thinks that she's very pretty and for whatever reason decides to con her um into thinking that he's someone else we're going to talk about that later i think i want to talk about con lives with you oh i always want to talk about con lives with you because you're my con wife (gasps) wow (laughs) isn't that good i just came up with that right now i love it all right uh and as you know it was a 1959 film so it's a bit sexist yeah you might say we'll dive into that later let's dive into that should we start with some questions sure all right first Which one do you up, want to start with is it we a, do rom- them in a different order whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa <laughs> you know how 19 year olds get crazy okay we could do things in a different order no today. i really don't want to let's, no, let's do no, it i don't want oh, to she said it but she's gonna do it ah. fine is it a rom-com or a rom-con it's it's a rom-com it's a rom-con yes. Yes, it's both. It's both. Why not both? Why not both? Liv Moss. Liv Moss. What about their meat? Cute, though. I mean... <laughs> Singing all the Not talking cute. about how they sort of meet over the phone, but mm. she is at uh, the Copa Club yes. with the son of one of her clients, a Harvard man, who's been hitting on her and is very gross. Hitting on her. Trying he's to make like out with her. molesting her. Yes. He's very inappropriate and he's very drunk and Ugh, Rock Hudson bad. is sitting at the table behind her and sees her and uh, Here's is like, wow. say her name. He's like, how do I get with that? Yes, he calls her that. Yeah. And he, you know, goes out yes. and like pretends to save her from this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, though it is funny. So, you know, he's charming. He puts on the Southern accent. He goes full Zip Martin. He goes full Zip Martin. And it's very fun when, you know, they try to drive the 
drunk man's car home and it's a very tiny convertible and oh, he can't fit silly. in because he's silly. so tall and big and he has like an, a leg sticking uh, out and he's like, you're going to have to call the fire department to get me out of here. I don't it's think very that silly. was accurate. I think he no. probably could have fit in that car if he tried yes. harder, but you know, for comedy, spoofs, spoofs, goofs. Uh, so yeah, so it was kind of, it's a fine me cute. They go up to you know, her apartment, He and she invites him in and yes. he refuses because he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman, not yes. the cad that his alter ego is. Yes. Does it fly in real life? This is the one we could have started with if we wanted to go wacky and oh out of order. Gosh. Wacky out of wow. order. Ooh. I mean, maybe back in the day, not in the year of our Lord 2019. Yeah. I mean, men are still liars. Yes. Blankets never changed. All men are liars. beginning days. <laughs> I mean, women can be liars, too, but men are always liars, is what we've learned from romantic comedies. Yes. I think things also escalate way too quickly at the end. Yes. No, they do. It's sort of... Like, they go from flirty, flirty, flirty to, like, we're going to get married, let's have a baby. Yes. Yes. And fade to black. Yes. Everyone seems to change their mind very quickly. She's very clearly been falling in love with him along the way, and it's not as clear whether he's been following that same tra- trajectory. True. Yeah. Um. You know, it seems like... He's just in it for hooking up with her, smushing. Smushing. Um, and, you know, they go away for this romantic weekend, and uh, she finds out that he's been conning her, and then all of a sudden it seems like he's had a change of heart about yes. the relationship, which seems very quick. Very quick. Very sudden. Um, I still don't understand what his motivation was for any of this. Yes. But also, I don't think it really yeah. flies that he's a singer-songwriter because his song's real bad. You're my inspiration, Mia. Samantha. It was a beautiful song. It made me cry. <laughs> with laughter, maybe. Yes, with laughter. Um, and there's actually, so Doris Day has this housekeeper who's always drunk who comes to her apartment, like, yeah, that really having a hard time. That doesn't fly in real life. But um, her her housekeeper always, like, listens to the phone calls that um, Rock Hudson, yeah. whose character's name Brad is. And when she meets him in real life, the housekeeper, she, like, sings the song about yeah. herself. She's like, you're my inspiration, Alma. And I'm yes. like, you know what, Alma? Like, you, you do this. this is you a, go. A messy bench who loves drama. She is. I love she her. Is. And she gets her own love story, she too. Does. She has interactions with the elevator man. The They're always time. sassing each other. And then one day he's like, you know what? You need to be straightened out. Yeah. Uh, Alma. He's like, I'm worried for you, Alma. She's like, you need a man to take care of you. And she's I'm like, sexist. well, glad I found one. Yeah. In this elevator. Next question. Did it age well? No. No. Not it's too sexist. It's incredibly sexist. Yeah. Um, there is also some, you know. Casual racism. Casual racism about a fertility goddess statue. There's and... that weird song they sing at the piano bar. Oh, yes. That's like fat shaming. Yes, which I was didn't like, like that. gross and weird. It was a gross song. I Roly wasn't poly? into it. Yes, Roly Poly. Weird song. I mean. Not it, cool. It was nice that we did have, um, you know, we had like a teeny tiny bit of diversity like the songstress that's true there's a black woman who seemed to be friendly the door yeah, stay yeah, yeah. um and she also sang a very funny song when like she saw how yes. <laughs> how he was conning her and then when they leave together she starts singing this song that's like you lied you dog yeah and, and he great. makes eye contact with her and he's like ah, ah. and she's like well i've been caught oh well i'm a con all's well that ends well baby yes question did you fall in love while watching this film i was no maybe uh i didn't get the heebie-jeebs 
No. I mean, I like Doris Day and Rock Hudson as a couple. I do. They were they had good chemistry together. Yeah. Um She was great. I loved her. She was her. sassy. She was sassy. She had great gams. Oh my god. You liked her gams. She yeah. had great outfits, great she had pajamas. Yeah. A great hat once or twice. A good attitude about life. Yeah, she was fun. She she also like works in like interior design. Yeah. Uh there's always like a string that ties people, the movies together. Mm-hmm. We should do that every week. What was the string? And this week, it's interior decorating mm-hmm. slash staging apartments. I'm imagining us with that, uh, like, meme of the guy from It's Always Sunny <laughs> doing the connections yes. on the board of us doing that with every single rom-com yes. and trying to connect on, like, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon style. Yes. Or, like, the first season of American Vandal where his producer just really likes string and he, like, has the board. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a great funny. gif. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen that. I want to have to I'm going to send it to you. Okay, uh, great. Yeah. Yeah, the outfits were good, and we mm-hmm. loved. We like we said before, we loved Alma, who yes. was the housekeeper. Yes. Yeah. Do I love anybody else? I mean, Jonathan was amazing. No, Jonathan was trash. Jonathan is. We didn't even talk about. We didn't him. talk about Jonathan. It's, Oops. It's nine minutes in. Sorry, we Jonathan. Haven't even mentioned him. Jonathan is um, a client. Is a client of Dorsey and a friend slash employee of Brad. Uh, he keeps right because doesn't Brad write him songs is for he like a, a musical Broadway he's like a producer he's like a producer he has his hands in many pots real estate many pots he, he starts wants his hand in dora's day's pot if you know what i'm yes, saying yes her honey pot she, she doesn't <laughs> want it there it's we meet jonathan who shows up with a car as a gift for her and she's like that's too much that's yeah. too much it's crazy and it's he crazy. keeps being like jan why won't you marry me jan jan yes jan very He's like, when you marry Jan, it'd be like getting your branches cut off, but you want it to happen. <laughs> and so anyway, he d- he's very into her, and he's the one who sort of, like, uncovers the con because uh, he has, like, a private investigator find out what his friend's up to and mm-hmm. figures it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Are you rethinking your life now after watching this movie? Mm, I didn't get the heebie-jeebies. No. No, I didn't have any sort of existential crisis. I love a con man. Still. You do love a con and man. And it's still. enduring. I know what the string from this episode to the next episode is. Oh, Cons. hell yes. Hell yes. All right, but Cons. here's the question. Who would you prefer? Uh, Zip Martin. Okay. Or Brad, whatever last name he has. <laughs> I don't remember last names. Okay. I think this is very complicated, this question. Okay. So. Bring on the complication. I think that Catcher Block was worse than Brad. Okay. Right? Brad's, like, not that terrible. He's not – he's a playboy, but he's not, like, gross. I know, but Catcher Block was, like, really full of himself and super but, annoying. But but I must say that Brad, like, plays mind games with her. So while that, sh- that you know, she is seeing this southern gentleman type, at the same time, like – as himself, Brad is on the phone being like, oh, you know, you really shouldn't, you know, date anyone you just meet. He's going to try to pull these moves and, like, pretending to be two people at That's once. That's true. It's, like, a little bit, like, gaslighty. That's true. I can't remember what Catcher Block does in Down With Love. It's been a while. But I did like Brad's fake man, whose name I can't remember, more than Zip Martin. I thought Zip yeah. Martin was too much. But Zip that's Martin's probably extra. on purpose because that movie is it's just, a like, this, this movie, movie. but – amped even more up yeah that's fair that's fair yeah you know yeah because Zip martin was all like oh gee whiz golly wally yeah and 
this guy was like, "I'll we'll, we can smooch. Yeah. I honestly don't think I would be <laughs> with either of them. I think if I had to choose a con man, I'd pick the con man in the next movie. Oh, a hundred times. Yeah. Way you know better. What? I mean, he loves a librarian. He's going to pick me already. So. Spoiler alert. We'll, we'll, we'll tell get you to later. We've great. just been so excited. Um, okay. Fair quote. It's like trying to put a bonfire out with some marshmallows. I don't remember the context, oh, but I love the quote. So they send a... Uh, I don't want to When she context. reports, she reports to the phone company. She's like, I have a party line with a sex maniac talking about Brad. <laughs> and so they send this woman over to his house oh, to investigate. Right. <laughs> and Doris is like, they sent a woman. That was silly. Which about. was very funny. There were so many quotes in this movie that were yes. funny. Um, He's like a spider. What was the rest of oh, the Oh, like, <laughs> she like says, he's like a spider and he wants me to redecorate his web. Yes. Because at the very end, to tr- tr- win her back, he tries to hire her to redo his apartment. She does, she a does bad it. Job she does it like a, like a garish purpose. harem. There, a, a cat shows up and won't even walk into the apartment. It's so bad. Yes. It's so terrible. I also liked uh, when he was his Southern gentleman character at one point. Mm-hmm. He says, like, being around you is like being around a pot-bellied stove on a frosty morning. On a frosty morning. Yes. But it's so, so many quotes. Oh, my God. It was. We like, didn't write them all down because it was just too much. It was just take a little, talk a little. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point um, when Jonathan, he sends Rock Hudson away. So he's away from Doris Day. But he manages to convince Doris to go with him. And they end up at the Connecticut vacation home of Jonathan. Yes. Um, where it all goes down and implodes. It all goes down. Um, all because of a piece of music. All because you're my inspiration, Mia. You're my inspiration, Samantha. Uh, and I'm just going to start singing that to you in the office. Jonathan goes to, like, leave, and then he, like, turns oh. back and looks at Rock Hudson, and he's like, at least you could have had the courtesy to bring your own champagne. <laughs> Jonathan was great. Hello, Jonathan. Um, his fake name was Rex Stenson. Oh, right. Rex Stenson. <laughs> Rex Stenson. Yes, yes. Oh, which is so almost as bad Texas. as Zip Martin. Almost as bad. And then also, he makes all... You, you can clearly tell he's never been to Texas. <laughs> because he says Texas a lot of weird things. things. He's like, you know, back in Bear County. And we're like, is Texas Bear County? I mean, we probably should have asked Virginia these morning? questions first. Oh, God. Well, we'll follow up and clarify yes, we'll on the internet for clarify. you. Um, so those were the quotes. There are many more. <sighs> yeah, just go on you, IMDb. Here's what we're going to do, folks. You're going to watch the movie. Yeah. You're going to email us at youromcompleteme at gmail.com. You tell us your favorite quote. Yeah, and we'll tell you one back. Okay, great. What's next? The rom-combiance. I mean, it's pretty good. It's old school New York. It's what you think of when you think of New York. Yeah, there's split screens. At one point, there's a triple split screen, and you know how much I love a split screen. Is this the New York that um, my good friend... I don't know. You had any good friends besides me, so I'm upset. I'm thinking. Now, why are you upset? Frank Sinatra. Yes. Is this the New York that Frank Sinatra was singing about? Oh, probably. When did that song come out? I don't know. You keep talking about the rom-com. Anyway, I mean, it's what you imagine New York City in the olden days to be. There's glamour. They go out to shows. They go out to clubs. They go dancing. They go singing. They go away to the country in Connecticut. It's like, I don't know what type of season it is, but they're wearing fabulous outfits all the time. Um, you know, she works as an interior designer, which is very rom-commy. He's yes. a songwriter, which is very oh, rom-commy. Super all the careers are so classic rom-com roles. Uh, and you know, it has a very rom-com ending in that, you know, they end up getting together um and having presumably a baby. 
Yes, presumably. Presumably. It was very unclear what was happening at the end. Should we mention the very strange storyline that also took place in this film about a man having a baby? Oh, sure. So there's... Having a lot of trouble with this Frank Sinatra Okay, I'm going to let you keep working on that, and I'm going to keep talking. (laughs) Anyway, there is a couple of scenes where... um, Rock Hudson shows up to the place where Jonathan works and then has to hide so that Doris Day doesn't see him. And he ducks into um, a OBGYN office each time. And he doesn't realize he's in there. And so he tells the woman at the desk that he's here for an appointment and he, you know, needs to see the doctor right away and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And so it's implied that they think that this man is having a baby and, like, the secretary is very, or the nurse is very flustered by this, but the doctor is this man who every time, like, you know, Rock Hudson disappears, he's like, where'd he go? You didn't keep him? He's like, that man, he's seen beyond science and da-da-da-da-da. And he's very, like, progressive. And at the very end of the film, you know, when he comes back to announce that he's having a baby, they think that that means he's having a baby and they, like, take him off and drag him into a a room. And that's how the film ends, which is just so... yeah. So absurd. So silly. But I was happy for that doctor that he um he was like fine with a man who wanted to have a baby. Yeah. He was he was very progressive, which I like. Um I think Liza Minnelli originally wrote New York, New York. Okay. Or cool. he wrote it and she sang it. I'm gonna have to do Okay, more we'll do a we'll do a I I feel books. very un we'll untethered a, now we'll that I don't know books. where this okay. came from. Um how about you start you start you start okay, the next question I and I will also do a little okay. Googling. Okay, okay, next question. I'm also a librarian. Would you watch it again? Did we already do that question? No, we haven't. Okay. <laughs> I fell into a Wikipedia hole and I don't know where I am now that I've climbed out of it. Would you watch it again? Yes. We had a good time. It was a 1959 romp. It was fun. We laughed. We cried. You know, I thought it was silly, despite its weird sexist moments. Yeah. But, like, whatever. It's an old movie. Um, I found the answer to your question. You did? So fast. So so good. New York, New York was, that's the song, right? Yes. It was actually written by Fred Ebb and... Composed by John Kander for a Martin Scorsese film, right. New York, New York, That's in 1977. Frank Sinatra recorded the song in 1979, also with a duet with Liza Minnelli and also okay. with Tony Bennett as a duet. Ah. So it seems like um, Liza maybe was the first one to sing it, but he he okay. also sang it with her a couple of times. But he made it cool AF. Yeah, but it was 1979, which is actually a lot later than I yeah. thought. It feels like an older song than that. It feels like a like a sixties fifties song fifties song really. Yeah, it's jazzy. So anyway, maybe not singing about that time, but like maybe implied singing about that time. I mean, who knows what time that movie yeah, is I set in? Really, don't feel like I, when I hear that song, I think of nineteen eighties New York. Not like I know what that means, but from Oh Hello, the Broadway show, yeah. I get a feeling about it. I mean, I'm looking at the poster <laughs> for the movie that this was about, um, and it has the tagline: "The war was over and the world was falling in love again." So if that's post World War Two, mm. late forties, early fifties, then maybe mm. that's what the song is set for. Mm. Um, yeah, that movie is set it's in also 1945. A very strange, um, a very strange poster. And also, <laughs> as we're looking at our phones doing this, I just got a notification from Netflix that always be my baby so is ready to I be got watched. That one too. Oh my god, I want to go home and watch it. We got to finish the pod. We do. People are like, we also don't want to listen to you talk about Frank Sinatra anymore, Mia. Let's go. More questions. Okay. So we did that one. We're back here. We're focused. We're ready. What are we doing next? Tropes. 
what do you doing can you say it for me we're doing talking tropes that's pretty good thank you first trope grand gesture is the carrying a gesture no okay he carries her through the streets of new york to bring her to his apartment to be like look at what you did why would you do this to me I want to marry you. What's wrong with you? And it makes me so upset. That scene. You know what? It's not a grand gesture. It's not a grand gesture. He, okay. No, we it's had trash. We had it It's trash. We're make it back to zero. No, he is sexist and horrible. And like, she's in her pajamas and he's carrying her through the streets and people are just accepting it. Police officers are just brushing it off. Yeah. It pisses me off. No. Okay. So that's out. Great misunderstanding. Hell yeah. The whole thing is great misunderstanding. Opposite attract. I mean, they're kind of opposites, I guess. Yeah, yeah that kind like, that tracks. Uh, Lothario, she's like a good girl. Yeah, it's that's fine. true. It's there. Mistaken, Mistaken identity, identity. The whole movie Heck is yes. that. Reform bad boy. Yes. Yes. Apartment makeover. Yeah, that counts. There is a montage of them hanging out as they like go on all these dates in New York City. That's true. With them walking and then like flashes of different locations. So like a mini montage. I like a mini montage. There's a quirky BFF, our, yeah. our buddy Alma. Yeah, and I guess technically Jonathan could be counted as a quirky BFF so. or a love rival. I don't know. Hidden agenda. Um, I mean, we don't know what his agenda was, but it no. was definitely hidden. Was he trying to, like, get her back? Was he trying just to, like, sex it up with her? Like, I don't know. There's no way. The world may never know. Um, We had the love triangle between Jonathan and Jan and Brad. Mm-hmm. Slash Rex Sten- Stetson. 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 Stetson, I think. Stetson. Yeah. We have a hate to love mm-hmm. between the two of them with the party line, for sure. Absolutely. We're going to spread the news. It's New York, New York, Liza baby. Liza style. And then um, Thaw, cold, cold heart. Yes, he had a cold heart. He had a cold heart. He was a little bit of a curmudgeon uh, playboy philanthropist. Yeah. He was a little bit of an Iron Man. He and was. And she's his pepper pots. She is. I love that <laughs> reference you just made right now. Thank you. I've seen, like, two Marvel movies, but I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm here for pepper. I love it. And then, actually, quick Pepper Potts aside, once I was watching, a, we were watching, I guess, The Avengers with with my friend Michael and our friend Alex. And Alex goes, wow, she looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. We were like, it is. that is Gwyneth oh, Paltrow. It was really funny. And then one last one, you love him, you don't even know him. As yeah. soon as he drops the marry word, she's like, into it. Yeah. Five seconds ago, you were pissed. I know. It made me very <laughs> upset. It's a very... It's it a, escalates too quickly. It's an ending for the time period, not an ending for all time, one might say. Oh, I liked that. You're so wise. I mean, sometimes words just come out of my mouth and I don't know how it happens. You're so wise. It just happens. You're my inspiration, Samantha. Oh my god. <laughs> she said it again. If you count how many times she said it to me and email us that number, <laughs> maybe something magical would happen. I maybe. don't know. Maybe. Also, something that I just glanced at in my notes that okay. I thought was fun and fresh. Fun and fresh. Is uh, they had a lot of, in addition to all the split screens for the phone, yes. they also had, um, they would, like, the characters would look into the mirror and, like, talk to themselves. Oh, and, right. like, there would be, like, voiceovers of what's going on in their head, right. which is very funny. And the voiceover with the man with the horse carriage. Yes. <laughs> so there's this scene where uh, Rock Hudson, like, takes her on this carriage ride and he, like, convinces the, the New York horse driver to let him do do the driving yeah. and like the the cabbie the horseman has a voiceover he's like oh i'm glad that's not my daughter that guy's a smooth talker and yeah. then rock hudson voiceover is like i sure hope that horse knows where he's going <laughs> it was a silly romp it was so silly um should we talk about some just fun extra details about fun the film details sure um rock hudson said no to this movie thrice Three times. Three times? Why? Because it was too risque for him. Hmm. 
I mean, it was one of the, like, 50s, 60s, like, no sex sex comedies. Yeah. So, um, sexy, sexy. And Rock Hudson, as you may or may not know, um, was a closeted gay man, mm. I think, the entirety of his life. Huh. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to confirm that detail. But yeah. um, he didn't want anything to sort of, like, infringe upon his sort of image, which he had mm. cultivated, you know, masculine and, you know, proper. And, yes. Um, though he and Doris Day were very good friends for the rest of their lives. So after cute. They did, they did this many together. movies together. They did many movies together. And actually, they did a couple different movies with the actor who played Jonathan as well. There's, like, a trio yes, of movies. And in each one, they kind of swapped roles of people playing I different, you know disposable characters yeah. and whatnot the man who played jonathan was also in down with love the homage to yes. this to this movie so that was a cute a cute one i liked one of the this is unrelated the fun facts i guess on imd lowercase b um was that like oh one of the split screens implies that they're in a bathtub together and i was like you want to see a split sp- screen that implies some stuff you should watch down with love because yeah. those are some sexy split screens yeah they, they are innuendos they did not look like they were in a bathtub together no, they did not you know um another fun fact about uh jonathan is there's a scene where they're at a diner and um he gets punched because they think that he's making doris day cry um and before when they rehearsed the scene the actor who was playing the bully was mm-hmm. like don't worry like i'm not gonna hit you but when they did the scene, he actually hit him and he oh, got no. knocked out unconscious ah. and they had to stop filming. Crazy times. We don't really need to do the where are they now question because this movie oh, had shit, a proposed right. sequel. That's where I they got this question did. from. Now, from what I remember, the proposed sequel was about their daughter like 20 years later, 30 years later. Yeah. And they were divorced. Yeah. And she's got to deal with them. And yeah. they get back together. Jonathan comes back into the picture. Yeah. Who's to say what's going to happen? Because it never got made, and I'm upset. Yeah, and I think that they said that both Doris Day and Rock Hudson were into the idea of doing yeah. it, but she was like retired, and then yeah, it just didn't wanna, it didn't work didn't out work because out. it was the the 80s by this point when <sighs> they were talking about doing it. But very <sighs> interesting. I wish that every rom com had a proposed sequel to it. 100. percent Also, interesting to think about rom coms don't really have sequels. Right, because we're supposed to be deluded by the happy ever ending. after, yeah, and not really think about what happens after a happy ever after, yeah. Unless that's it's true. about time, in which yeah. case we get the little bit of the real life after yeah. nonsense. And I also kind of like the idea of, and like they've kind of done this. I think Judd Apatow has done this a bit, but mm-hmm. like having like a spinoff with like similar characters oh, right, from yeah. the rom com. Because up sometimes. Had- the other one. Yeah, the the adulthood or the parenthood one with Paul Rudd and yeah. Leslie Mann. I forget what it's called. I, I never too. saw it. Um, but, you know, sometimes Sorry, I've... Judd. I know you're upset that we didn't watch. <laughs> no, why are you upset? <laughs> because sometimes I really do enjoy the side characters in movies more yeah. than the main characters, and I would like to know what happens with them. That's a lot be of times... fun question. What character do you want to spin off of? Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. That won't work for everyone, but I think yeah. we should throw it in. We'll throw it in someone. We'll throw it in. This pod is ever-changing and fun and fancy-free. It's just fluid, like... Like, like an ocean. Like an ocean. It ebbs and flows. It's full of creatures. It comes back to us. It leaves us. It comes back to us. It leaves us. And every week you get a new episode. A new podcast. Like the tide. Like the moon that changes its its phases. You're, you're getting real poetic on them here. <laughs> I'm, I'm a New Englander. Poetry is in my blood. What are we watching so next week? Donuts. What are we uh, watching next week? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was amazing. Um, Dunkin' Donuts 
sponsor us. <laughs> Please. All right. I am so excited about the film we're watching next week because we watched it. Because for your birthday. For my birthday, number one. Yay, I'm 30. Woohoo, dirty 30. Ow, ow, ow. Womp, 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 womp. Okay. Also, because it's one of my most favorite Musicals? Movie musicals of all time. Yeah. It is The Music Man. Meredith Wilson's The Music Man. I had never seen The Music Man. Oh, my God. No one in the room had seen The Music Man but me. Yes. And please note, if you are going to watch this movie between now and next week, please watch the 1962 version and not the made-for-TV yes. movie that came out in the early 2000s. Yes. You want to watch the Robert Preston and Shirley Jones version, not, not the, the Kristen Chenoweth and Matthew Broderick. It's trash. No I don't believe in it. To them. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it either, but no offense to them, they did a bad job. <laughs> I mean, I've never watched it because I how dare they? I mean, it's one of the made for TV, the like ABC or Disney movies, I think. Yeah. It's just not good. It's it was, just not good. It was different. So that one's about a con man who mm-hmm. rolls into town on the Wells Fargo wagon. He doesn't roll into town on the Wells Fargo wagon. He rolls into town on a train. He tricks the whole town into buying musical instruments, and then he's going to flit off. But wait, he falls in love with the librarian first, and she's great, and they're great, and everybody's great. Yes. It's delightful. <laughs> it's, you know, though it's filmed in the 1960s, it's set like in 1915. Yes. So it's an oldie but goodie Uh I just love it so much. You're going to get songs stuck in your head, folks. Yeah. Strap in. I can't wait to talk about it. So let's go home, have a good night's sleep, and then come back and talk about it. Okay. All right. One last thing. Sure. Did this movie rom-com complete you? The one we talked about this oh, week. Oh, Pillow Talk? Pillow I've already talk. forgotten about it. I've See, moved on to the I music, man. I forgot last week. You forgot this week. Uh, We're all together. No. No. I don't think it rom completed me. I mean, I would watch it again. But I don't think it rom completed me. I wasn't satisfied with the ending. What about you? Did it rom complete you? Um, I or rom con complete well, you? I think the con was fine. It was the okay. con was fine. The rom was fine. Yeah, I don't think it rom completed me. Yeah, which is fine. Not every rom com will Rom-com be the us. one for you. Yes, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if you are bored between now and next week, and you want to be entertained. Or you want to interact with us, uh, follow us on social media. You can find us at Instagram and Twitter at RomComplete Me. No, you, no just RomComplete Me. Or the ever popular Gmail account, yeah. me at gmail.com. Yes. Write us an email. If you don't know it by now, now you know. What's going on if you don't yeah, know just it by listen now? To us. Come on, Gosh. guys. Gosh, Jesus Same Christ is Lord. <laughs> All right. Anyway, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Go home and watch Music Man. Make sure you give yourself a lot of time because it's two and a half hours. It's true. But I swear to you, it's worth it. Is it. Worth, it. it is worth it. Worth every single second. You know what? I'm going to go home and watch it right now. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Let's Bye. Bye.